Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and you are listening to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7 with yours truly, Eric Fiorello. And why are we doing these bumpers? I'll tell you why. To make the M&M and FPC brand stand out high and above everybody else, and to spread the word excellence. I commit to excellence. So, if you're new to the show... Keep climbing with us because we are going to the top, and I mean to the top. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to a Sunday edition of Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7, and as Frank DeMeo calls me now, the Italian bulldozer. Um, and that all goes back to looking at some pictures I put up of me carrying the Hoosa Steel Stone in some good old snow last year. It, it was fun. And I've got the great Steve Cotter coming in here momentarily. We've been talking a little bit. Um you know, man, life is what you make it. I don't care. You can take the worst situation and turn it into your best if you really, as Steve said, faith. And I know a lot of people get uptight with religion and all that. Look, if your faith is religion, great. You know, if it's looking at the car next door is your faith, so be it. But the most important thing is take opportunities Take things that look like they have no hope at all, use your head, and turn them into opportunities. Remember, we always say this, what you think about most is coming to you whether you want it or not. Earl Nightingale, Napoleon Hill, listen to all that. It's it's all there, everything. Also, too, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. I am that I am. Go out and read anything by Joseph Murphy. Learn what I am is. You'll absolutely be shocked when you see what those two words mean. I am, I am, I am that I am. Awesome stuff. Power, man. Power. Worked out today. Hot as hell here again. Power, man. Everything went smooth. I was telling Steve, I don't know if I even said on a show, the other day when I got done training, I was moving stuff in, and I put the Hoosa Steel 3 in next to the 2, or the 1, the original one, which is elevated up on steel um, blocks. The thing, the stone ended up going left on me, and when these things go, you, you should let go of them. I made the mistake of not, and it took and slammed my finger right between the other stone. I thought I lost the tip of my finger. It hit so hard, man. Um, black and blue, it's cleared up big time. It's still sore. The, the nail's still black and blue. I'm not even sure if I'm going to lose the nail. And I'll tell you why. Dale Dugas, who's been on here, he makes his, these um, liquid concoctions, these liniments. 
I put on his hand stuff. I've been putting it on for days, and it just seems to have cleared it up. And that's one of the things we're talking about. Um, right now, if you go through M&M, you can get uh, 20% off anything that um, Dale makes. Only his products, obviously. So go out to DaleDugas.com, put in the code M-M-J-O-W, M-M-J-O-W, and get it. Tell them uh, Motivation Muscle sent you. But that's tough work. Incredible. Um, also, too, go out and it's time to think about purchasing uh, winners and champions out on FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Um, real good product. And I'll tell you right now, there's enough modules on there. I speak through them all. There's 14. You can make a lifetime out of those 14. And we can do anything here. With the stuff we're doing now with John, with the power rack, and all the stuff I'm doing with spinal erectors on my own. I found the linchpin for stone lifting, I believe. Um, We're just doing magnificent things here. And it's usually just me. And I think that's the most fun of all because you're on your own. You got to think and you got to react. It doesn't always work, but I always write it down for another time. That's using your head. Believe me. Also, too, invest in Motivation Muscle and Fiorello Barbell Company. Go out to Fiorello Barbell Co. and just click on Prosperity Consciousness. There's a $25.50 and $100 investment. goes right to my PayPal account. And away we go. And, you know, right now, things are real tight here. And anything that people want to give, you get plenty in return here. Believe me, these shows are just exploding everywhere. Don't forget Etched in Stone and Etched in Stone for Kids. Those pages, too. Sometimes 8 to 10 a day are signing up for those. And we've got lifters everywhere. It's awesome to see this community growing like this. Also, too, I want to make a comment. Because we talk a lot about this, especially manliness with Dr. Wong. And we did um, a show called Our Construction. That was on January 19th of this year. And it was a rebuttal to um, Gillette Razors about what they thought of manliness. And it was pretty harsh, the article. And um, I just want to tell them, I want to congratulate them on how not very bright individuals they hired here these women that were running the whole thing basically destroying men every way they could well it's really backfired on them and i don't know if they're even still there they probably won't be they have lost since that catastrophe eight billion with a b dollars so it does show there are a lot of men left in the world that do care about what is said about them now I don't think we have to go to the ends of the earth like you hear all over. But you know something? Silence, and you hit them right where it hurts the most in the wallet, to me, is the best way. Casually, you know what's going on. Just do your thing. You don't have to be a big mouth and tell everybody. But I congratulate all men. That's how you do it. Now they got to figure out, can we rebound from this? Probably not, because what they're saying, with all the new razors out there, you can buy online. Schick has had its best year ever, so if you want to go and get a name brand like uh, Gillette was, go to Schick. So, congratulations. Real smart. But you know what? Sometimes we're a little bit smarter. And uh, thank you, men. I'm very happy for you all. Also, too, 
Go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. we got Steve Cotter, like I said, coming in. Go out and look at all the shows Steve and I have done. We've done, the last show I did with Steve was the biggest show to date we've ever downloaded. That was called The Hammer and the Nail. If you haven't listened to it, go out and listen to it and listen to all the shows we've done. I think Steve and I probably dive into the rewiring, especially more than anybody here, because we have a very good understanding, and obviously we're always learning, and I'm not even close to where I want to be. Um, it is very, very interesting stuff. So I tell you, go out and listen to the hammer and the nail. Also, too, go out to fee- our motivationmuscle.com. Sign up for our free newsletter. It goes out to my MailChimp account. Um, anything I put out, you know, I always put tons of material out. Check it out. Don't forget about the FBC blog. Our pal John McKean just wrote another smoking article on power rack training. Holy cow, man. 70 years old, and this guy is breaking records everywhere, and he is supposed to be up here this fall. And when he comes up, we are going to have such an explosion here in Albany, New York. It will rock the world when you'll see what we'll do here. And I am looking so forward to a guy that was a childhood hero. I discovered John through Hard Gainer, and now who would ever think that I talked to him on the phone and we exchange articles and all kinds of material. He's such a great guy and such an interesting and a supportive friend here at M&M, and I really appreciate it. And we're talking about getting him and Steven Santangelo on for a three-way show. That would be very, very interesting because they go back weightlifting years. And as I've said before, once these gentlemen and ladies are gone, yeah, we got the recordings, but it's not the same. The knowledge is gone. It's buried with them. So we're going to do everything we can to get anybody of that age or older, I don't care, if you can articulate, you come in here. We, you're always welcome at Motivation Muscle. Um, also, too, go out to uh, MotivationMuscle.com. We're looking for people to come in here and obviously advertise. The rates are very reasonable. And I'll tell you right now, I will work super hard for you and make us both money. We're going to be here for at least 30 more years, believe me. Um, also, too, don't forget our, about our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And before I bring Steve in and I give you his bio, I personally am looking for a marketing man or woman. Someone uh, that's got experience, that wants to come into a company that is growing, 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 but I want somebody that's got some real guidance and has success in what they've done over the years. Um, If you're out of work, that's fine with me too. If you can prove it and do it, you'll come in here, um, and I will give you everything I can give you in return. And we can do some major things here because that's what I feel right now. We need to get this out. We need to get this to companies so they'll come in, look at us, and advertise. And obviously, I've got a product out there that I believe could move much better. And we've probably got seven products on the shelf that are just waiting to go. So the biggest product, obviously, is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio. That's our first focus to get rolling, get some money in here. And obviously, keep spreading the word. That's what we're going to do. So on that note, I'm going to give you a little information on Steve. Number one, for more than 30 years, Steve has promoted body-mind fitness around the world through martial arts, Qigong, 
mobility, flexibility, and kettlebell training and via IKFF educational courses. Steve works tirelessly to share the power of kettlebell far and wide and his efforts to teach his art from his globally impacted the growth and popularity of kettlebell training. So on that note, Steve, you know, it's always an honor. Welcome back, brother. And as I said to you before we came on, it's been too damn long for me. So welcome, sir. Hello. Thanks a lot. Nice to uh, hang out with you. Um, How's everything, man? Well, give out your websites, anything that's going on. And we're going to get – you know how Steve and I work. We're going to talk about fence sitters today. And – if you haven't guessed it, well, you're going to find out very soon. So, Steve, give out any info you want, brother, and we'll get started. Yeah, so just f- follow me, and that that's the best way. Follow me on Instagram. Just keep it real simple. Yep. Steve Cotter, IKFF. Anything I want to share, I'm going to put up there, and you can direct message me if you want to have a conversation. Awesome. Um. I like that too. You keep it very simple. I I have to tell you offline. Yeah, because so. I'm I'm a mysterious guy. Like I don't <laughs> my, what I do. Yeah. A lot of the things I'm doing, I'm working on my own development. So Jeez, that, that sounds you familiar. Know, <laughs> yeah. So really, for me, it's about not a lot of time to waste. You I'm, know, with you. I'm not. I'm, I, it, there's no window shopping. No, for, no, for, no, no. For me. Nope. So yeah. I like to deal with serious people, with people that have a, a, a focus, a purpose, something I can help them with, something they can help me with, something we can help each other with. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. That's how I function. That's called the word I love, being decisive. And that's why today we're going to talk about people that aren't decisive. We're going to talk about fence sitters. Um, this is a real interesting topic because the reason why – before Steve came in here, I thought of this because I knew he was coming on today, is this. There's more fence sitters now, and and I could be totally wrong. Maybe there were 25, 30, 40 years ago, but you didn't have this massive media all over the place. It's like you're blanketed with it. Not that I'm a big media guy. I've said that over and over again. But just like um, when you're in traffic, especially here lately, you're wondering why things aren't moving, you know, well, the guy next to you is texting, looking down, going, instead of 55, 65, or 75, he's going 40, all right? Um, or like the other day, I witnessed this girl, she's putting on makeup on a, on a very busy highway, looking in the mirror, okay, your rearview mirror, and I'm saying to myself, holy God, I think the whole world's gone nuts, man, but fence sitters are, I've I've come up against a lot of them in the last five years, uh, especially with the advent of FBC and Eminem, and obviously the stuff in 2008 when I went to Iceland originally and tore my bicep and had to come back and have it fixed. Now, obviously you're going to hear a lot of things from a lot of people. Um, I, what I've noticed is most people have never done or accomplished a thing in their life, in my eyes, usually know all the answers to what I'm doing. I mean, this has happened repeatedly. Now, as I've told Steve with a lot of things, with all the rewiring, I don't even, I'll be kind to him to a certain degree, but if you step on my foot, 
you're better off just backing off and going away because I, I, I don't, as Steve said, with training and all that, the people that want to come in are serious, decisive. Um, great. But otherwise, I don't have time for it, and I feel the same way with these fence sitters that know everything. So it was just like when I tore the arm. But there's one thing interesting with that. Nobody said a word to me about it as far as I told you so because I think I would have ripped their face right off them. Because at that point, you're coming back. You know, you're you're not overly happy. You're a little upset. To me, it was more of an embarrassment because I never had a major injury, and I worked damn hard for it. And I felt that I let myself and everybody else down because that's the way I am. Today, it'd probably be a little bit different how I would interpret it and do it. I would have had it fixed in Iceland, by the way, too. But this is the main thing. When you have people around or or you're meeting with people, and it's the same way with the training world. People contact me. Uh, son, daughter, could be them. Uh, a lot of football players. Well, what can you do? And it's like, okay, what what do you want to do? What is your son or daughter going into? Well, we use the football player example. Um, he's playing football. He's uh, varsity. Okay, so junior, senior, what? I mean, wh- wh- where where are we? He's a junior. Okay, wants to be. A, he's a. He looks like he's going to be a running back receiver, whatever. What do we do? Well, uh, you know, let's go into his background. Why do you do that? Well, I got to know if, has this kid ever lifted weights? Has he ever walked with anything? You know, can he, can he handle his own body weight? So usually what you're getting here with people is they're going with this, you know, we see everything's vanilla out there. I, I watch what's going on in the fitness industry I call it physical culture because that's our belief here. But I look at this industry and I'm shaking my head because I can see why. It's that, corrupt. It's all corrupt. And, it's a and, mafia. No, t- yeah, it's a cabal that's running the, the, the academics and the, the information. Everything. everything. Yeah, so the, the real shit is going on outside of the, what's called the fitness industry, well, the, the next level stuff. It, 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 it's a new world that, you know. Yeah, but, but you know. Yeah, anyways. Excuse me for interrupting, but no, I'm that, glad you yeah, did that, because I I, I went too way too long, but I'm going to nip it right here and give it to you. Is this when you know they go and they see these people? You know, like you said, it is corrupt. It's a joke, to be honest with you. And then they come here and they're looking at this place like, what the hell is this place, man? I mean, what the hell is this guy doing here? Because it is so foreign to them to see not only the objects here. But, you know, it's not shiny and ferny and glowing and we're not, we don't have, it's called getting strong, getting strong, real world, real world, you know, handle, handle the challenge in front of you so that when you have a challenge, you're not going to buckle. You're not going to, again, fence it, you know, like it's 100 zero, it's not 50, 50. So if you either do it, do it completely or, or don't do it. Right. Hey, you right. know, same so, with training. It's the focus of. Well, you know, we talked about this before. Now, you've suffer done, now and, and you know, rest easy later. Or yeah, yeah. you know what 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 we're being project what's being projected and what what's being learned at a fundamental level yep. in in many respects is take it easy, and, and then what you have is in the, in your latter part of life you, you're gonna have to suffer because you didn't suffer when you could have you know 
yeah. when you could have and you had the energy so that yep. now when you're older you can, you know, it's that work ethic. Well, you know what, too? Like you and I, it, this reminds me of a fence sitter, you know. I've done some fighting in my day. Um, and not, you know, some of it was organized, too. But you and I both know, you know, we talk about fence sitters. You know, we everything we see, you know, you see these stupid ads for movies and whatever. Now, you and I both know, if you get cold cocked right between the eyes by somebody that knows how to throw a punch, you're not getting up, man. And maybe if you do, you're staggering all over and they're going to finish you off. And this is what I'm talking about. It's like you and I both know you get hit or you get hit to the body. Chances are you're going down on one knee, okay? And this is where I've got this big rub with these fence sitters. It's like, what do I do now? What do you mean what you do? You're going to get your head beat in now. And the thing is that is so unrealistic out there with everything is this. Well, if I just do this or I watch this or I take this, I can compete with anybody. And that's a load of crap, all of it. Because I'll tell you right now, the ones that usually make it, because we were talking about this on one show, Steve. I like the ones, like I was saying before, quiet. You know, quiet. You go about your business. When it's time to get on the field or time to get out in the dojo or out in the backyard here, suddenly, man, now you're an impact player. You know, I've watched my brother-in-law's team for years, the football, Varsity Football Gilderland. And you can read the young men out on the field. At least I can, most of them. Sometimes I'm not always there, but you can just look at people. You know how you know from everything you do. What is your posture like? How do you speak to people? Do you look at people in the eye when you talk to them? Are you just moseying along when you're walking off the football field? Are you moseying along when you're walking through the gym and waving everybody? Hey, hi, hi, how you doing? You know what? If you're dead serious, there's nothing wrong with saying hello to people, but you got more or less like this stern, hungry-looking face with these eyes that could pierce through metal, and you're going to go in and do your job. And that's where I see the difference. And as I said prior to this, it's usually the fence sitters that have all the answers but have never done the work. It's all yours, brother. I think that um, the challenge of society is, you know, the the, me- the forms of media that yep. most of us are participating in. Again, nothing is inherently good, bad. It, it's all in the application, and it's 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 context specific. It, it's uh, contextual. It's task specific. So we can highlight positives and negatives all day long sure. about anything, you know. Um, however, I guess what I what I look at is where we're going more yep. so than what we're doing right now you know you have to be present but yet you have an eye on the direction yep so you know you, you, if i'm standing in one place i can look behind me or i can look in front of me right and obviously laterally you try to get a, a 360 kind of a panoramic view but in terms of where you're going to put your energy for me i'm putting my energy moving forward yeah not not fixed in and anchored into you know what we call the past which is the memories and so so when i you know when i'm talking about media and and this idea about fence sitting there there is not a there is not consistency 
coming out of media. There's not consistency in the sense that because because the example you use is how someone carries themselves and right. you prefer and I'm the same. I prefer the quiet. Yep. You know, I prefer the person that goes about, you know, humble or however you want to say it. I mean, that that's again the world's completely upside down. Yep. You know, so sometimes, you know, traditionally we say, oh, that person's humble. Well, maybe they're humble, maybe they're not, because you don't really know how someone presents themselves is different than how they may actually be but in the trial by fire. So, yeah. you know, and that's the whole the, the whole thing about politics and government. Oh, I like this politician. I don't like this politician. Well, actually, if he's a skillful politician, you don't know anything about that person because yeah, the art yeah. of the politician is to say – and to present that which they want you to perceive. Yeah, you they know, gotta so sell you don't you. know, you don't yep. know if he's a if he's a great guy or he's a scumbag. You like the image, you like the media, and that's mm-hmm. the thing about the media: it's the perception of what we see and what's being shown and what's being talked about through that. It, it's so powerful. It, it's oh, yeah. so, so influential in society, and it affects, like you said, the fitness industry. It affects that too because. Let's keep a little bit on topic with the fitness, right? The fitness. Yeah, and, okay, yeah. so – and this does have to do with, with fence sitting because you can't go in two directions at once. Nope. And, you know, so so 50-50 is not an athletic position. You have to be 100-0. You have to commit. And it's true mentally and it's true physically. So – if we talk about fitness and you know what we know and what the, what the body of of information, okay, we have this this idea about functional training. Everyone knows that now. Yeah, it's like part yeah. of the vernacular, right? Yep. Oh, functional. Yep. You know, we say it different ways, but in the early origins of that, you know, there was a time forty years ago the term really didn't exist in context of fitness. Nobody talked about functional fitness or functional training. 40 years ago. Right. Okay. So, so that era kind of cut because before that, what people called fitness, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. You know, you had two options actually. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Then you had the, the running, the Kenneth Cooper, Yep. you know, Cooper Institute. So it was, you had, you know, the, the weightlifters that were trying to be like Arnold and trying to, trying to get all buff. And then you had the kind of ones that were running and wanted to be super skinny and Gazelle. You know, could yep. run run all day. Yep. And then you had the group exercise, and that was like for the women. You know, the James <laughs> yeah. Fonda was the pioneer of that yep. Yep. stay-at-home aerobic kind of, yep. you know, housewife or whatever. So these are kind of the models that we had in the 70s, 80s. And then you had like the the late 80s is when you started seeing the, the literature and the discussions about – what they were calling functional fitness. Yeah. You know, and most of those guys aren't around anymore, but one of the OG OG would be like a guy like Paul check, who's a pretty recognizable name. He wasn't the first, but he was in that early era. Now at that time we didn't even have kettlebells yet. Right. Okay. So we didn't even have kettlebells or any of these other tools. Now there was no CrossFit, right? right? So now if you ask somebody what's functional, they may, they may say, Oh, CrossFit as an example, right? Or, or kettlebell training or, you know, clubs, maces. Most people weren't doing strong, man. There wasn't a much of a contingent of, you know, lifting rocks and things like that. So those kind of all started to coalesce 
you know, like at the beginning of the 21st century. So you had the functional fitness and then you had the kind of the second wave with the kettlebell, you know, with Pavel and guys like myself, early sure, adapters. Sure. And that now you have these other things like the mace that, that, that grew out of, of that sort of handheld tool. Okay, so we know my, – my point of bringing this up is we know so much more now. We have yep. so many more options about, oh, I can do powerlifting. I can do strongman. I can do you know CrossFit or kettlebell, and it's all functional training, right? It's not sure. about the aesthetic as, as the main point. It's more about the getting stronger and, and getting better, the function. Okay, now that being said, if you look at the media – if you look at the marketing and the average, it's all still archaic shit. It's all still yeah. bodybuilding. It's all still bikini models. Yep. So, so, you know, on one hand, and that's fence sitting, because on one hand, we know so much more than we used to. Yep. And on the other hand, we're still basically playing the same game. And, you know, we're still, yeah, I mean, all the, all the, how do I say, the red blooded, you know, yeah. most, I, I don't know. Maybe if I again, we can't worry about offending because I'm not. Don't I'm worry not about offending it. Say, say what's on your mind. Say what's but on your what mind. What I'm saying, a man, okay, more than likely you're going to enjoy looking at a picture of a hot woman in a bikini. That's like instinctual. Like like you get yeah. a reaction. Like oh wow, she looks great, right? Yeah. So, yeah. but if I'm an adult, that's not going to pursue the sale for me. Like nope. that's not going to close the deal. Like, Oh, she's a hot yeah. chick. So I'm going to buy that product. Right. Yeah. I'm able to, to differentiate that. But I think that a lot of times people are not differentiating that they're getting caught in the, you know, and, and that's how I see the, yeah. the fence sitting as a result, as it relates to fitness, because we know better, but knowing better doesn't always equate to doing better or acting better, you know, and, and these old habits, you know, so I think the media is contributing to this, uh, inconsistencies that we, that we have in in fitness and training as well, as well as society as a whole. No, I I agree totally. But I'll tell you this too. There's so much, in my opinion, there's so much confusion with everything out there. It's like, You'll hear this horror story, or this happened to me, or this was promised to me, or maybe I just want to buy. Well, what do you know about bodybuilding? Well, Arnold, okay, we hit Arnold, all right? Arnold will always be the marquee name. There's no doubt about it. It still sells. The bikini. Of course, any red-blooded guy is going to love to see a beautiful woman in a bikini. Especially when they say, well, if you buy this instant dot, 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 and drink it three times a day, you'll have a body like this, whether you're a guy or girl. Now, a fence sitter is going to buy something like that for one reason, folks. He or she does not want to put the time in the train. Now, the big thing right now, I know, is um, the keto diet. All right? I've gotten into this with a number of people. And... That's great if that's what you want to do. But, you know, Steve, I'll tell you, the majority of them that are doing this diet, they don't train. They don't do anything, whether they're not doing a kettlebell, whether they're not um, learning their body weight, whether maybe they're doing some lighter um, um, weight training just to, you know, push on them a little bit where they got to fight back. You know, and we haven't even explored into sandbags. 
and light stones because I can tell you, folks, from my training of men and women here, you might think this when I'm saying this, like who would ever want to get into that? I'm going to tell you, I've never had one man or one woman after they got a taste of it say no to me. And I'm going to tell you why. If you have a guy like me or a guy like Steve Cotter, and I don't claim to know everything, but I will tell you everything that I've done out there and am doing out there, I wouldn't let anybody do it unless I prove to myself it can be done. That's the difference between me and these other trainers, and then they get these fence sitters that go in with them, buy into their bullshit, and end up two things. They quit because they can't take it. It's just too much, which is usually the case in everything. Instead of doing three sets of eight, we're going to have you do 15 sets of 20. Now, tell me, there aren't many people, I don't care how established you are, that are going to be able to take that bodily and we haven't even got into the mental things of what that will do to you. That's like lighting a fire and not extinguishing it until you drop down on your knees and say, I can't do anymore. And then secondly, when we talk about that, then you get them where, as I said, the authority where they'll say, there's nothing you can do for me. I mean, why should I even bother? I can sit home, drink some beer, and watch sports all day and live through a bunch of clowns playing whatever it is. And I do mean clowns when I say it. Not every athlete, but, you know, I don't watch any sports. Occasionally it's the Yankees or something. But it's unwatchable to me now. You know, a sport that used to use the bunt, hit and run, steal, you don't see hardly any of it now. You know what they all do? They're told in the, in the minors. All they do is live for home runs. It's strikeouts and home runs. That's all it is, brother. Yep. Who wants to watch yep. that? I, I could care less. I want to watch a pitcher come in there and saw you right off at the knees, man. And the then the idea of strategy is yeah. analytics yes. nowadays. Yes. The idea of strategy is trying yes. to figure out the release yes. angle. Yep. You know, which, which okay, there's, there's, we take the, the good, you know, we, we try to improve and we take the good and, and certainly analytics and who am I to, to say that there's not some validity there, but not to the point where, you know, it's, it's come so far away from the sandlot, you yes, know, sir. so you, yep. you lose the essence, Yep. you lose the essence of the, you know, there's no purity, nope. there's no purity and that's the. You know the purity exists, but but the the system is corrupted. Where totally, totally. I don't know, man. It's yeah. I don't. I don't really go. The only time I'll go to the game is if if there's a player that yeah. I know. Yeah. That in, last time I went was you know my my buddy was still in the big leagues and he'd yep. come into town, leave some tickets, that that yep. type of thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I got no. But you know what it is? It's like everything, you know, we talk about the fence sitters and all the other corruption that's coming in there, everything. It's like, I think in some ways, too, it's like everything. They dumb everything down. Now, look, they can tell talent, okay, this guy can hit the long ball, but he can't. He couldn't steal a base if he had to. He wouldn't know how to do a hit and run. They can't even lay down a bunt. So, okay, so what we're going to do, and the New York Yankees are one of the teams. There's a few guys that can do it. But as I've watched them in the past, if they can't hit the home runs, they usually don't win. Okay? Now, you're not, right, right. not going to you be You don't a, have Tony Gwynn's and no, the, the no, Tony Gwynn's don't no. exist anymore. He's they don't. kind of the – yeah. It, and I, I don't know if I want to say the league's become mediocre. In some ways, it has to me. You look at 
you look at these guys, you know, on the field, sometimes I'm like, the ball's hit to them and it goes right through them, or it's like, where where's your head? But this is what's being promoted through everywhere now. And to me, baseball's been hurting for a long time as it is. Their attendance has gone down quite a bit over the years. Yeah. I don't know how it is now, but I know the diehards and the people that really like what you were talking about, the study, the pitcher duel against the batter. Who's going to come out here? All that things you enjoy? I know because I hear people saying, I don't really like to watch baseball anymore. So if you're going to live by the, the, the long ball, you're going to die by it too. And you look at some of the teams out there that have made moves and smart moves, you know they're going to be in the driver's seat and they're not going to be sitting on the side of the road saying, oh, geez, if I only did that. And I think that is the worst thing a fence sitter is because – the indecision, the ability not to make decisions, and as we've talked about on Eminem for years now, this is my feeling, and I've studied people, very um, successful entrepreneurs. You hear Steve talk about things. It's like this. Number one, we talked about faith in the beginning. That is like you have to have faith because as the walls are coming down around you, and as Steve said, well, you start making it, then you start getting, oh, well, you know, I, I, look, you went over a bad time. Sorry I wasn't there for you, but now you just banked your first million. Where are we, we going to go to Vegas this weekend, buddy? Yeah, no, we're not. I got news for you. But here's the second thing, too. Fence sitters are not only they can't make decisions. And one thing I've learned with Eminem and FBC is this, and I want Steve to answer this as soon as I'm done, if he would, is this. When you're going after something, you got to make decisions quick. And I'll tell you why. Because it might not be there 10 minutes from now. And the thing is, when you do that, yes, you could fall on the sword, but then you got to look at it in the positive way. That decision could have just changed my show where someone comes in and says, Eric, we'd like you to come on XXX, and we're going to give you your own time spot, and you've got motivation and muscle, and we're going to pay you X number of dollars a month. You know, can we sign for a year? Well, that'd be something, obviously, lawyers, unfortunately, have to get in to, to cover my ass, okay? But here's what I'm saying. Make your decisions quickly. If you've got to alter them, alter them. But don't sit there on the fence and say, well, I don't know, because if I do this, you know, it might not work out. This is the problem with everything. Media and the, most of the people around you, including the school systems, everything, teaches you not to make decisions because you could get hurt by them. And think about this, folks. I was thinking about this the other day. How many of these schools of business now, not only the teachers, because I've heard stuff and read stuff, don't like the free enterprise system. But let me ask you this. Would you go to a school and learn about business and how to set up your business and the economics of everything from a professor who's never even owned a business? I wouldn't. It's all yours, brother. Yeah, you covered a lot of grounds there. You know, as far as, you know, the last comment, um, I'm not – I don't think it's that there's so many that don't like the free enterprise. I think that there's people that have a, a major problem with the bastard. We don't really have a – a free enterprise, you know, right. the capitalistic, they, they have a problem with the capitalistic model, which is, you know, normally presented as sort of a synonym for free enterprise, but that's not, the system that we have is not a true, 
It's not true capitalism. Right, right. Yes. So, yep. so that that's kind of, you know, um, we have a we have a, a really distorted uh, kind of economic and geopolitical thing yep. that is not what we teach our children what it is, you know. And and but that but you know just on the on the other part of it with you think you're late, you know. That's what. You, that that's something my sensei, you know, Salo Herbero, you know, mm-hmm. one of the things I've learned from him in the jujitsu is you think you're late. So that's, you know, again, that fence sitting, you sit there and you take a lot, a lot of time to think it over. Well, it doesn't happen. You know, the train has left the station. So yeah, yeah. there has to be the capacity to feel actually the instinct, you know, call it the instincts. You have to have some inner fire that is guiding yep and you don't have the luxury in important things to you know to sit on it you have to take action and no action is an action yeah exactly and you know what else steve you know we talked about wim hoff obviously you've had contact with him you know there is so much truth to that reptilian brain that i'm trying to get to okay and you made a good comment there where you said the inside and we know that's where everything comes from, not the outside. Too many people are totally controlled by our outside, which will kill you every time. But I'll tell you right now, what I have learned in five years here is this. I'm not afraid to make any decisions. You know, I'm not going to make anything that's going to hurt me or hurt anybody out there. And I want to explain that in the full context. But when it comes to me and my dreams here... And all, you know, we keep getting in the rewiring with Steve. And I, I think the next show we're going to really, I, I, I'm ready to do a show with him if he wants to. We got to center on, we're going to talk about how to rewire everything. We can't yeah, do it the in emotion, yeah. the emotion, the imprinting, yeah. the yeah. imprinting, because that's the learning. Exactly. And actually what we learn, it is influenced by the emotion much more so than by the cognitive, because that that's how people can easily convince themselves of yep. their own bullshit yep. is just because they have a strong feeling about it. And this is, it, you know, again, I, I would say it's a, an extension of the fence sitting because when you're just sort of undecided yeah, and the mind is very active and you start allowing, you know, and that's where media has an imprint on most individuals. Is Without a doubt. The, yep. It's, it's the, it's the, reference you know and if you don't have that grounding and that commitment that locks you into what your purpose and what your focus and what you're here to do you get swept away yeah you know and um there is leadership and and we're coming into a time and beyond this it's it's an incredibly intense time in in human history yep Beyond this, we will see leadership emerge that yes. we're that we have not seen yet in all segments of society, you know. And, and this is truly like the dark ages. We are we are coming out of the dark ages into a a new period of enlightenment in a sense. And you know, so brace yourselves, like yeah. brace yourselves. Be be comfortable being uncomfortable. Be okay, you know, without luxury sometimes because yep. that's what it's going to take. Yep. That's what it's going to take for us to evolve 
you know, where because I, I believe that I'm the eternal optimist, even though I like to talk about real shit and serious shit. You got to talk if, about it. Yeah. Man. If someone yeah. didn't know me, they might think I'm very skeptical and always. No, it's not. A, it's not about that. It's about we have to face the history. You have to face the story. Yep. That has brought you to this point and see it for what it is so that you can learn the lessons so that you can evolve to the next level. And if you're if you're still caught up in the 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 drama, well, huh. the, it's the drama, but a lot of the the, the false narrative, Absolutely. the false narrative about who you are, yep. and and you know everything about our national identity and identity, and these are limiting things because yep. it's like, oh, but you know, like. I'm an American. Well, what the fuck does that even matter? That, yeah. It doesn't – that's just where, where I'm born and where you're born. Okay, yep. but that's not the most important thing because, you know, like the same would be said if you were Indonesian. There's yep. no – you know, so of course you're going to have this attachment to the land, but you got to get beyond that and, you know um, – I don't know. We're coming into a different time. Like our heroes, our yep. heroes are not our heroes anymore nope. because we have a different lens with which we look back through the history and certain behaviors that were acceptable in previous eras are not acceptable anymore. And that's, yep. you know, we have a lot of this revisionist history going on in today's age where people are judging yep. previous eras and previous people through the lens of our, of, of how society Today, is. Yeah. And of course it doesn't, you know, like Smith. Kate Smith. Yeah. Look what they did to her. They had no proof that she was a racist Yankee stripper right out of God bless America. Look, it's like everything I read. I, I, I talked about Gillette. You could, people eventually, like you said, were changing. There's a whole, who knows where this is all going to loop around to. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I, it's intense, man. I, it's the machine. It the machine is there and yep. we are learning, have to learn how to dance with it. Well, here's the biggest <laughs> thing. Here's the biggest thing, Steve. You know this. I'm not telling you anything, but I'm going to say it anyways. You twist the tiger's tail enough and push them in a corner I've seen some of the most docile people in my life come out at you like they're going to rip your teeth out. Oh of your yeah, because some right? of us, because some of us will will fight. Yep. Some of us will fight back if you force, you know, like yep. if you force me to. Right. If you force me to, I will defend myself. Exactly. And you know, and it's not. You're not going to lead all the lambs to the slaughter. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Man. You know, so yeah. there is there is resistance. Yes, there is there resistance, is. and we shape the world that we want for our children. We shape yep. the world that we want, you know, for our for our progeny. That you know, because again, th this this is just a temporary situation. Yeah. Yep. You know, and the nature of energy, seen and unseen, it's constantly moving. And, you know, it's and in fact, our we're, we're eating ourselves from the inside right now as yep. we speak. Right. Like like the the genome within our gut bacteria is yep. basically cannibalizing. So, you know, uh, what appears solid is not solid and all the and, and all that. So, you know, basically what you're doing and what I'm doing, we are shepherds. Oh, yeah. We are shepherds that are helping to lead, you know, those who follow yep. those who want to you know to lead because you need 
you need people that have strength. You need people that have focus. You need people that have self-discipline. And especially I would say self-discipline. Self-discipline is the most important attribute as far as I'm concerned. Hell yeah. Because without that, you're lost, man. Doesn't matter. Even if you're strong, if you're strong physically, but you don't have this self-discipline. You lose. Yes. And that's fence sitting. You know yep. what I mean? Because when you have the self-discipline, you you have the capacity to make choice. And, well, and, you, and it's complete because you stand by it. Well, no not, fear. Yeah, no fear. Right. No, no, no turning back because, you know, there is no turning back. I talked about this with both companies here. There is no turning back. There's no turning back. Either I go and conquer it all or I die in my tracks. And I'm not and it's not being... We're the descendants of the winners, man. We yeah. we come from winners. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what it is. So and we're, and, um, we're hung, and we're hungry bastards, too. Still, most people, let's face it. You look at studies now, Tay, whether they're real or not. Most guys and I don't know about women because I've read mostly about men. They're finished when they're 30 years old. They can't even get an erection anymore. All right. What happened, folks? What happened along the way? Well, we've talked about this, you know, soy, one family, whatever. The breakdown of so many things here. The thing that Steve and I are talking about here is this. The shepherds are going to lead the way. Eminem is going to lead the way. Do you think it was an accident that I met up with Steve and he's on the show? It, it was no accident. Do you think it's an accident with Charlie Oliphant or any of these people, Stevie Shanks? It was not an accident. This all came from the universe. This was supposed to happen. And if you listen to what's going on here, and you listen to the show Steve and I do, because it crawls into your brain. It crawls into your inners like nobody else's shows. This is my point. If you're listening and you're learning, you're going to win every time. But if you're going to sit on the fence and say, I'll take care of it next week, we'll see you in the trash heap with so many other people. And that's when we got to hear the media and all the victim mentality out there. Well, I got news for you, folks. You are all geniuses out there. I've said this, and I'll say it over and over again. You know what the problem is? You just, like Steve said, you don't have the self-discipline. If the littlest thing happens to you, God damn it, it's all done. Well, you know what? You can think of what you want about the world, America, or anything, or big entrepreneurs and achievers, because I still love reading all those stories. John McKean sends me things about these old professors that wrote theses on power rack training. Mm. I, 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 Steve, I yeah, eat that's... it alive, man. I eat it alive. Why? Because it touches the center of me inside where my the front of my brain is saying, Okay, reptilian, what are we going to grab out of this and do? Where do we want to go with this? How can we convey this on a show and get That's, other people you're motivated? That's, What's that? You're a scientist. You're a scientist because you're going to take that and you're going to figure out how to apply it. Yeah. And yeah. you just discard anything that, that you're going to test it out immediately and, yep. and you're going to keep it if, it if it works and if it doesn't, get rid moving of it. on. Yep. 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 And that's that's science, man. And that, you know, what we... A lot of these scientists out there in the fitness, they're not scientists, they're, man. they're just joke. tenured. Yeah. They're tenured, hiding behind their position yep. Yep. and, you know, not wanting to rock the boat and, you know, wanting to keep. Con and that's not how progress. No, yeah, I'm not anti-science, but I'm just enough of this use of the term science to shut people down and yep. to try to 
make yep. yourself look oh but it's science yeah like what's no happening? idea <laughs> yeah like like be a leader be a yeah. leader you know like get your hands dirty then tell me about what you know yeah well you know what i you know we talk about leaders and doers you know and i we you hear what i say at the end of the show about my pop but I'll tell you what, and and I've talked about this a number of times, and I'm not telling anybody to do this, but when I hear so much of this crap, I'm saying you, you should be over my house when it's 20 below or 10 below or it's snowing out, it's up to your knees, and you're carrying steel stones that you can't even handle because your your flannel shirt is icing up on you, okay? And you're dropping stuff out in front of you, but yet, this is the big thing. I don't think people get fence sitters or a lot of people – don't you have fun with it? It's serious business, but aren't you inspired? Aren't you having the time of your life out there freezing your ass off and you're making gains? You know what? These things that people shy away from and they'll say to me, well, I can stay inside where it's warm. Well, that's why when Eric Fiorello goes somewhere and they're like, how the fuck did he pull that off? You know, I know why, because I wasn't afraid to be out in 20 below weather with bars sticking to my throat. I wasn't afraid to be out in a snowstorm where I couldn't even hold a 250 pound stone because it was icing up on me everywhere. That's why do the work. You develop the capacity and that's the, that's you know, it. you've developed the capacity and absolutely, you know, you, me and everybody else, we would. We would love to stay by the fireplace, but you know what? If you if you need to go out there and get some shit to feed your family, man, you have the capacity to do yes, it. Yes, sir. Yes, and, sir. And that's that's being a man, and that's you know that's being a leader, and, oh, yeah. and that's the example that the fitness, whatever you want to call it, you know. Yeah. Because because man, it's it, there's not a term that actually people say fitness in the show time like that's like an umbrella term. There's no because strength training, you know, yep. there's athletics, there's bodybuilding, there's, you know, yoga, like, yep. like it, you know, but, but the point being in, in the movement culture, as we call it, the physical culture, you know, leadership is emerging in that leadership is emerging. And what I predict is that, you know, the leaders of society are by and large, many of them need to come out of the physical culture. Absolutely. Because without Without that, man, we're dead. All brain and no brawn. You're, you know, can't get to the promised land. Moses, Moses was a physical culturalist. Yep. So that's, that's the thing. Cause it was the marshal. You had to lead the, had to lead the tribe through the Reed Sea. So, and you know, that's our, our story, the origins we come from strong men. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Who are the winners. Yeah. And here we are. And, you know, there's people, <laughs> there's a, a lot of people just bent on sort of throwing it all away and getting too comfortable and too soft. Yep. When we've had to work, you know, through millennial work very hard to create this nice, comfortable existence that we have. And yet, yeah, without yeah. the gratitude. You know, like it's easy to it's easy to point at all the things that that we don't like. But, you know, the gratitude uh, as your as your friend, the, the chiropractor, you know, I mean, uh, yep. the smile, you know, yeah, keep smiling, keep, keep smiling. smiling. And yep. you don't know what that can do. You don't know what that can do to change the world. You just spread a little light to somebody. Yeah. 
even a stranger. Yeah. You know, change hey, the course of humanity. Hey, Steve, look at the end when I always say five words can change your life. Like my mom always says, you know, never be afraid to give somebody a smile or a hello. You don't know what people are going through. Well, there's an awful lot of that because people don't. They, they think that means nothing. They they can't grant. Well, that doesn't mean it. It does mean everything because here's the deal. You made it. You made a perfect point before about physical culturists. This is my point right now, and I'm going to talk from my point. Steve can take it. Is this? I think what I do out there is. Every day, it's another life change, another life expansion for me. We're diving deeper into my internals all the time. To be to do any of this physical culture stuff, you have to be a smart person, in my opinion. Yeah, there's guys that can do this and girls that can do that, but look at the longevity of them. They might be hot, and then they're a shooting star, and it'll be like, where did they go? They, where were they last year? This is what I'm talking about. You got to learn how to dive into something and take whatever life is giving you. And I always say, if you get punched in the in the face, deliver ten blows to the face back. All right, because when you do this, when you are emotionally charged, we talked about emotion, but you know how to place your emotion. You're not just some wild ass that's throwing haymakers, and next thing you know, the guy bops you on the chin and knocks you out cold. The idea with physical culture is it's a lifestyle. It's living. It's a philosophy you live by. It's a standard you bring. It's being decisive, self-disciplined, and powerful, man. But yet, the one great thing you possess is this. You can give to others. Most people think if you do that, you're weak. You're stronger than dirt, in my opinion, if you can do that. And, you know, Steve said it, and I said it. You don't want problems with anybody, but here's the thing when you understand physical culture, no matter what it is. You may not know really how strong you are, but you do know one thing, that you can defend yourself and the people you love and maybe even friends, okay? That's really, really important, I think, in today's world because everybody out there, not everybody, but there's a lot of people that think they're tough guys and tough women, and I got news for you. The majority of them, as they used to say, are empty suits, totally. So what you need to do more than anything is to learn to concentrate on your strengths and keep building from within out. Learn about your brain. Do things and practices that most people look at and say, you, be- you belong in a nut house because I've had that today. I got done today training. It was so hot. I went out the other couple about a month ago, bought one of those big buckets at uh, Lowe's, which is a big store or you got them, I'm sure, in California. Yep. I, fill- I fill that bad boy up with water right to the top. Today I doused myself five times with that. And <laughs> it, was, nice. it, was cold, it was cold enough where it did give you that little bit of shock, that brain yep. shock. What that does to me not only gets me thinking, but it seems to reset me in a lot of ways. And it feels good. I'm walking down the driveway, and I'm squeaking water out of my sneakers, man, and everywhere <laughs> else. And I said to myself, you know what? I got to do what I love to do one more time. One more time, and it's like when life comes at you with both barrels, yeah, it might knock you back five feet, but as I always say, hit it back and knock it back 20 feet. And if you think I'm kidding, you can do it. You can do it, but you know, it's like Doc Ridge says, and and, and uh, 
Frank Klein, you know, Frank was big. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Repetition is the key to going forward totally. Something you believe. Like I say, you're all winners, you're all champions, you're all unstoppable. Things of that nature. I am grateful. You know, all great things. Gratitude, abundance. It's all there for you, folks. It's just you got to get off your lazy, fence-sitting ass and go do something. Steve, summarize everything. Uh, give out all your info. I'll give mine, and we'll get ready for next month, brother. You know, the bringing this around, the, the fence-sitting topic, essentially, you know, a starting point. A lot of people are looking for a starting point or looking for some inspiration or some motivation to, to make that leap. Yep. And, you know, it's called the leap of faith yes. for a reason. And, you know, believe in something. Yep. And it's not for me or you or anyone to tell someone else what they need to believe in, but believe in something. And, you know, that faith is there to connect the visible with the invisible. Yep. And, you know, you get off the fence, you make a decision, you you put your weight on one foot, <laughs> you know, and now you're moving in that direction. And that's what it takes. That's what it takes to make progress. That's what it takes to grow and, you know, not holding on to who you used to be, but yep. stepping into who you are becoming. And that's exciting, man. And, and the fact that we have the opportunity to do that is, uh, you know, we, we can feel good or feel bad. But the fact that we are here, the fact that you're here and I'm here, yep. we're already winners, man. We're already winning. So yep. like you said, the gratitude, you know, the gratitude and because um, not <laughs> of all the billion, you know, of all the trillions of cells, <laughs> You know, the, the innumerable cells, very few of us get to experience as a human. Very few of us get to experience the, a life in, in the physical like we have. Hell yeah. You know, so, so you're already winning. And then it's just about that clarity. It's about that focus and making the decision. And, you know, uh, don't just fit up, sit on the fence. Don't just sit on the fence. You know, right. go after something. Yep. Yep. What else you got, brother? You know, I'm I'm writing. I'm I'm doing more writing now. I'm I'm starting on my uh, second edition, kind All of right. getting that. Yep. And uh, that should be out New Year's. We're gonna release that. So my second edition of the kettlebell training book I did with Human Kinetics. It'll be five years in January. So it's time for an update. Well, good, because we got to get you on. We'll have you on then. Uh, we want to talk about that and get get that stuff out there to everybody. Bro. Yeah, yeah. So so the things I've learned, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna just increase and, and uh, share my experience. So, so the Kettlebell fans, keep an eye out, looking for that, coming up up in the new year, the second edition of Kettlebell Training uh, by myself, published by Human Kinetics. Cool. So that's something you guys can look forward to. What else? Give well, give out uh, obviously Instagram or any other way we can get a hold yeah, of you. Yeah, so uh, my YouTube channel, IKFF channel, social media, Instagram, Steve Cotter, IKFF, website, IKFF.com. Awesome. 
I'll tell you one thing. I always say one show is better than the other, but, you know, if you don't get enthused after listening to the fence sitters, I don't know. I, I guess you'd have to get hit over the head with a tank. Um, so much information, so many possibilities for you. You know, you want to just see if you can get yourself really rolling. Thank God, whether you believe in God or not, or whatever it is, this is what I do every morning, that I can put my feet on the bed, and on the floor, and stand up. My brother Jimmy didn't have that opportunity. It's that important. You know, the little things spark into bigger things, bigger things, and bigger things. And if you want to take a leadership role, and maybe you have sons and daughters, or like me with Danny when he was over here the other day, you know, flipping tires, lifting stones, I couldn't be happier. Whether he does this or not the rest of his life, that doesn't matter to me. But he's so interested, I don't push. Dan doesn't push. But anytime he's asked when he's over here, he's ready to fire. And um, I got to tell you, it's very meaningful to me not only to help that young man, but it gives me great satisfaction to know that I am imparting something that is so important to me, something that I've believed in my whole life, and something that came to me via watching Jimmy deteriorate to the point where we lost him. All right? This has a lot of lineage to me. Um, it's just not showing a kid how to lift and I show him the right way, but it goes right back to my brother and I owe FBC and M&M to him and obviously the incredible Hulk too. You want to build a story, you want to build a frame for yourself and you want to go out and do magnificent things. Keep listening. Cause I'm telling you right now, you haven't seen anything yet. This is motivation muscle streaming radio 24 seven. As I said, if there's a show you'd like Steve and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com. Steve and I can do anything. Lay it out, man. Put the mid on us. We'll, we'll deliver every time. Also, too, um, don't forget, too, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've got, and we appreciate everybody for that. Spotify. We're on Google um, uh, Podcasts. We're on a ton of stuff. you just got to go out and look. Also, too, don't forget, um, if you'd like to get us in your car, AHA directory, that's pronounced aha. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words of spirited inspiration. Five words can change your life, I'm telling you. Try it. No, don't try it. Do it. We don't try it here. Also, my mom would always say to us when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are dealing with. And it's bigger than ever now out there. I mean, I was just reading a thing. They talked about boys, 13 years old, they're committing suicide like there's no tomorrow. 13. 13 years old, they're killing themselves. There's a big problem out there. And that's why Steve and I talked about the leadership If we can get a a million of them right now listening, we can save a lot of lives, man. And we've got the people that will do it. You heard Steve give out his info. Same with me. Everybody does. There isn't anybody that would say no to any kid, believe me. If you're serious, come on board here. I'm telling you, we will help you out. Also, too, um, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, Crush it, man. Um, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. <clears throat> that goes out to our pal Paul Thor from Wales, man. Great guy. Um, we wish him the best all the time. Um, also, too, uh, the Husafel, um 
Domination Stone. That's one of the uh, that's the last steel one we've done to this point. Um, that's in blood red, and we don't follow the path. We clear cut it. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from day one. When I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's a tidal wave now, brother. It gets higher and wider every day. Frank Klein, my greatest college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters, quitters, uh, winners never quit, and quitters never win. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge. This month is his fourth anniversary. We lost him to cancer. John was like a father to me because my father had passed away long before I met John. He'd walk every patient to the door no matter how busy he was, and he'd say, keep smiling. He'd open the door. Total gentleman. Another guy Steve and I talked about with things. You didn't mess around with him, boy. Whoa. He had hands on him like iron. I mean, he could snap your neck right off if he wanted to. But such a good guy. Uh, I miss him because big gardener like myself. We used to start chatting in like January or February, and he never lost the New Hampshire accent. What a great guy, man. I miss him tremendously. I miss Fridays with him. Really a lot of good memories with John, and I thank all three men for all they did for me and still keep doing. Also, too, um, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. Stick with us for the next 30 years. You need us and we need you. And don't forget about Etched in Stone and Etched in Stone for Kids. Start spending some time on this stuff. Show your kids. Show your spouse. Get interested in life again. Drop that goddamn phone for a couple days a week and start getting in here. Listen to our shows and pass our shows out. It's that important. And before I sign off with Steve, you're all winners, you're all champions, and you're all unstoppable. When you develop that, finally, watch your life change, I promise you. Steve, what a killer show, brother. Topic, Thank you man. so much, all, brother. Oh, fuck, man. Thanks no, for, you're doing a great. You're doing a great service. You know, I'm a I'm a huge fan. I'm very uh, b- strong believer in in you know what Eminem is about and all the groundwork you've done. You deserve you know maximum success. Um, all the listeners, I hope you guys you know share this with your with your friends and family and network. You know, get the word out. Uh, because uh, just we're going to be able to help more people through the mm-hmm. through the format that you've created, and um, you know it's really important. It's really important because there's a lot of people out there that need help. You know, I and agree. And so th- keep keep up the great work, brother. I will, man. And thank you for the kind words. You know, it's always appreciated. It's nice to know your peers do appreciate you. And, you know, Steve's the kind of guy that not only do I like working with him, you know, we talk offline, but he's a genuine deal. That's why when he talks about updates and, and helping you, this is somebody you want to go talk to. But as I said, I said, you're all winners, champions, unstoppable. Um, the show will be up tomorrow, um, and we'll get Steve on next month. Um, Steve, obviously, it's always an honor, and thank you for the kind words, and I look forward to our next show, brother. Thank you, Eric. Thanks, brother. Look forward to it. Anytime, man. You're always welcome here, no matter what. Um, So, as I said, the show will be up tomorrow. So, for Steve Cotter, this is Eric Fiorello. Don't forget, man, the world is asking something from you. 
deliver, and you can ask back. Remember, what you think about most is coming to you whether you want it or not. We can't stress that enough. Have a great rest of the weekend. We'll talk to you next week. We've got some new faces coming in here, especially next weekend. Um, going to be quite interesting, and it is so damn exciting. And I'll tell you what, when we talk about gratitude. I am the luckiest guy in the world, I'm telling you right now. And I thank God for it, whether you like it or not. Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you soon, and thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.